0: This Day in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to This Day in History Class, a show that shines a light on the ups and downs of everyday history. I'm Gabe Lusier, and today we're talking about a Michigan auto worker who earned the dubious distinction of being the first person in human history to be killed by a robot. The day was January 25th, 1979. Robert Williams, an assembly line worker at a Ford casting plant in Flat Rock, Michigan, was killed on the job by a robotic arm. The event was the first human death caused by a robot and sparked a still ongoing discussion over how robots can safely interact with human workers without causing them harm. The robot had been built by the Unit Handling Systems Division of a company called Litton Industries. Its purpose was to retrieve automotive castings from a massive shelving unit and then transport them to a different part of the factory. The five-story robot accomplished this task using a series of mechanical arms, which each weighed 1,000 kilograms, or 2,200 pounds. On the day of his death in 1979, 25-year-old Robert Williams had been tasked with scaling that same giant storage rack. There were different accounts about why exactly he was sent up there, one theory is that a system error had led the robot to give an inaccurate parts count, so Williams was asked to climb up and do a manual count himself. The other account is that Williams was asked to climb the racks because the robot was malfunctioning and not retrieving the parts as quickly as the workers needed them. In either case, the robot was operating side by side with Williams when all of a sudden, its one ton mechanical arm smashed into the back of his head. The blow killed the man instantly. The robot, meanwhile, continued to work silently, as Williams lay dead on the factory floor for the next 30 minutes. He was finally found by co-workers who had begun to wonder what was taking him so long. It probably goes without saying, but the death was totally unintentional. It was an industrial accident and not evidence of any malicious will on the part of the robot. Of course, that doesn't mean that no one was at fault. There should have been physical safeguards in place to protect employees while in the presence of the robot. A basic collision detection feature would have sounded an alarm to warn Williams of the approaching arm. However, no such feature had been installed. Robert Williams' family sued the robot's manufacturer for his wrongful death, arguing that if human workers weren't supposed to be near the robot when it was operating, then they should have installed safety features to prevent that from happening. The jury deliberated for just two and a half hours before announcing the decision against the manufacturer. The company was ordered to pay $10 million in damages to Williams' widow and three children representing the largest personal injury award in Michigan history at the time. The next death by robot took place in Japan just over two years later. Once again, a robot arm failed to notice a nearby worker, 37-year-old Kenji Yurada, and accidentally pushed him to his death. In the decades since these early tragedies, human deaths caused by robots or other forms of artificial intelligence have become all too common. In recent years, autonomous and self-driving cars have proven particularly accident-prone, with numerous reports of cars striking pedestrians or killing passengers in collisions that should have been avoided. Even though AI has gotten much more sophisticated since the 1970s, and even with many safeguards now in place, the threat of being killed by a robot now seems greater than ever. Governments have begun to regulate industrial robots, but there's still a lot of gray areas in so-called robot law. This has led some computer scientists and AI experts to ponder the legal implications of robots that are capable of autonomous action. It could be that, in the not-too-distant future, they might even need lawyers of their own. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can always send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class.